Warning, there will be explicit language in this episode, so please proceed with caution. This episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Welcome all my snoops and coops, private eyes and conspiracy theorists. Today on the Atom Papers, we are tapping into episode The Land of Me, 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 me. I'm Dominique. And I'm Saeed. And we are your wonderful hosts of the Atom Papers. And we're glad that you could join us to listen in on what we're tapping into today. So, today we will be chatting about the importance of establishing boundaries. But before we get started, Grab your magnifying glass, your coffee, tea, or your elixir of choice, and let's dive in. So my elixir of choice is a wonderful classic, a gin and tonic. Now this gin and tonic is using a wonderful elderflower tonic from Oak Town Spice Shop, which was a lovely gift from a dear friend of mine. The ingredients include botanical and herbal goodness such as cinchona powder, elderflower, cardamom pods, and pink peppercorns. Add the zest and juice of one lime, one lemon, and one orange, and it is hands down one of the tastiest tonics I've ever enjoyed. So are you guys ready to dive in? And how about you, Saeed? What are you sipping on? Oh, I'm just uh, sipping on a shot of Uncle Nearest right now. Feeling kind of good. Great choice. So cheers. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) All right. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to picture this scene with me. You're cozied up into your warm PJs, snuggled on the sofa with a good book and ready to settle in for a relaxing evening. Mm -hmm. You get a text from your good friend asking you to, hey, come hang out. You really want to stay in, but you've always said yes whenever asked, even when you didn't truly want to go. You reply to the text, and for the first time, you decline the invite to hang out. Your friend then begins giving all the reasons that you should come out and refuses to take no for an answer. After you reply again, not tonight, your friend begins to guilt you into hanging out asking, What do you really have going on tonight that you can't hang out? Mm -hmm. You give in, and though every inch of you want to stay snuggled inside, the guilt that you allow yourself to feel overwhelms you. And before you know it, you're getting dressed, applying your makeup, grabbing your keys, and heading out the door, but not before you take one last glance at that glass of wine, that cozy throw, and your book that you were so excited to finish. (sighs) So much for a relaxing evening. Ever been in that situation or a similar situation? Well, you're not the only one. The feeling that overwhelms you when you want to say no to something, but you end up saying yes to something, is that feeling that comes with a lack of established boundaries in your life. So what are boundaries? And why are they so important for helping you feel comfortable and safe in your relationships. Said, can I ask you, what is your definition of boundaries? Um, whatever keeps me in my flow. Okay. And what I mean by flow is just whatever keeps me in my operating in my best and highest self. 
Okay. And so I have to establish boundaries to keep people from disrupting that flow. Mm. You know, and people, and it can be my flow of time, the flow of operation, or what's necessary for me. Like, if I was in that situation and someone tried to get me out and they wondered what I was really doing, that's called me time <laughs> right. in the land of me. You right. know, and you have to establish these boundaries for people because they don't know and they're going to try to get what they want. And you have to let them know where where your limit is. Okay. So basically what I'm hearing you say is boundaries for you are ways that you teach people how you want to be treated. Yes. Oh, good job. <laughs> so boundaries are, they are imaginary lines that protect mm-hmm. a person's personal or mental space. So those boundaries are the limits that we set for ourselves within a relationship or relationships. Mm-hmm. So again, you are correct. It is how we teach others how we want to be treated. We can't assume everyone knows how we want to be treated. Every person is different. Yes. Right? Definitely. So the things that cross the line for you may be different for me. Correct. And I think it's important to you know establish boundaries, but not only establish them, uphold them, conversate about them, communicate them. Right? Yes. And the the thing about boundaries, and people have to realize this, just like, you know, when you have uh, borders for land, and if there's a conflict at a border, it has to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. And when you establish boundaries, just like a land boundary, you may come into conflict with people who don't respect your boundary. We're going to actually talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up. (laughs) So circling back to the earlier story that I was having you picture, learning when to say yes or no is an essential part of feeling comfortable when interacting with others. So, and that's hard. So how do you know when you need to establish boundaries? I mean, you have to look at yourself and what, I think one of the key measurements for me is feeling. Does Mm. it make me feel good? You know, is somebody always 15 minutes late when they say they're going to be there? Does that make me feel good on a consistent basis? Right. On one hand, it's like, man, do you respect my time? But on the other hand, you got to be like, damn, but they're consistent. It's always 15 minutes late. (laughs) So (laughs) So. the lateness is consistent. I know 15 minutes. Okay. So why wouldn't you tell the person 15 minutes earlier then? They still gonna be. They still. Well, then they be thirty minutes up, late. No, they'll be on time. They'll end up being on yeah, time. But now, <laughs> now I have to say this with a little bit of um, caution. When we're joking about that boundary, and that could really get some people ticked off. And so you also got to understand, like for you, does it really tick you off if you know that you could get them fifteen minutes earlier? And the question behind that really is, do they have enough value in your life? Mm. You know, because every relationship isn't the same. And there are ways that sometimes you allow deeper relationships to tiptoe the boundary. That's just <laughs> the reality of it. Right. You know, like if you have someone that has all these other great attributes, but their time management is not one of their greatest attributes, is it a boundary breaker for you? And it, for some people, it may be. It is. No. It, and that's okay. <laughs> like everybody has a right yes. to their boundaries. That is absolutely. So what I want to do is share five. It's going to be my day of five. You got five on it? Sure. I'm going to share five talking points of each category. Okay? okay. So number one, how do you know when you need to establish boundaries? Number one, you feel a level of resentment towards a person mm-hmm. who constantly disregards your feelings or your response. Okay. Talk <laughs> Number about those two, feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. Number two, you feel burned out when dealing with a particular person or people. 
Number three, you make comments about always giving in or showing up, but feel that it's not reciprocal. Ooh, how often do we talk about reciprocity? See? Yes. And, and, and if you notice in this list, everything is connected back to feelings. Yes. So it goes back to how does it make you feel? How does it make you feel? And reciprocity is very, very, very important oh, to a relationship. It, I, it, it just is. It's kind of the core of it. Yes. But you know how many people won't have, a, you know, are, are dealing with someone who doesn't return their level of, you know, how much energy they are giving to a relationship. And they won't say anything, but they feel resentful. Yep. That's when you know you need to establish boundaries, okay? <laughs> yep. Number four, you begin avoiding phone calls or ignoring texts from those who might ask for something, whether it's to hang out or to vent or they constantly drain you emotionally. No, I, I got to say, people, <laughs> this is the most craziest one to me. Okay. Like, <laughs> avoiding? If I'm not fooling with you, I think you kind of know pretty quick. I ain't got to avoid your text. Right, but we're talking about, okay, so we're looking at it as a whole. I get it, and, and I do get it. I get it. we live in a society where we really haven't been taught how to establish boundaries, we don't know how to have the conversation or communicate, hey, this is how I'm feeling. But you know what? It, as a blowback to not being able to establish boundaries or mm -hmm. having the wherewithal to establish boundaries, we don't know how to deal with conflict. Ooh. You know, and it's not, and we're not talking about fighting. I'm gonna beat you up and knock your teeth out. <laughs> you know, we're talking about just, hey, this bothers me. Oh, I don't care, or I didn't know, or whatever response I you get that, from the other I, and side, I think that's, and going back and forth mm, about the situation to, okay. to come to some sort of resolution. I think people really are afraid. Like, look, I've come from food service. You will see people who will be like, oh, it was wonderful. I loved it. Everything was super awesome. Next thing you know. A review, right. It, it was terrible. Right. I couldn't stand it. The yes. food was dry. I, right. And the manager, he smiled. But that also know. ties into we live in a society where we are taught to say things nice even mm. when we don't mean mm. them. We're taught to blow smoke. And I'm like, that's actually way more harmful than it is good. Well, I mean, and that's like like we're taught to always be accepting and kind yes. without, without having a boundary to protect ourselves. Like little kids, for example... Or force the kids, aunts and uncles, they don't want to kiss. But, <laughs> not sloppy but aunt, we're, we're not realizing, and that is we're teaching them to lower them, lower their boundaries for people against their own feeling and right. better judgment, right. which can lead to other problems later on. So basically we're taught to make sure the other person is okay Yes. and disregard how we feel about something that we don't feel comfortable with. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you see people in these, these relationships of resentment. <laughs> Right, That's exactly. which it does, it does. And this is how it's taught. You're right. These are just some of the ways that it is it established in our society. You're right. So you ready for number five? Sure. Number five, you feel overwhelmed when mm. saying yes to things or to people because they make you feel guilty when you say no. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> and let me just say this, people. In my opinion, using guilt is a form of emotional abuse. That's just my opinion. I think it's wrong. Oh, to it absolutely if is. You it's want manipulation. Yes. For, but yeah, but don't don't try to yeah. guilt me. That's just for me. Right. That's just gonna make me mad. Like what? right. I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you're mad at yourself for falling for it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even yeah. though you know they're guilting you into it. But um, so actually, there are different types of personal right. boundaries, and there okay. are different levels of boundaries. So mm -hmm. you ready for my five types of? Personal boundaries? Sure, let's hear it. All right, so number one, physical boundaries. That's your body, privacy, yes. and personal space. 
Okay. All right. Number two, emotional boundaries. Number three, sexual boundaries. Mm-hmm. Four, intellectual or workplace boundaries. Mm. And number five, financial boundaries. Ah, the one that plays the black people as they move up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and you know, I hosted a conversation uh, via my Instagram page, um, All Things Old Natural, for those of you who are unfamiliar. Um, and we talked about, you know, w- why it's so uncomfortable to talk about money. Mm-hmm. And some of the responses were, well, when you talk about it or if people know how much you make, then they want to keep hounding you to borrow money, especially family. I see yes. this more with family than I do friends. And it's um, almost like an obligation. Yeah, because it's hard to say no. You're like, Ugh. They're like, you got it? Yeah, you got it. You balling. Let yeah. me get some. <laughs> but, and what they don't understand is the only way to keep it is not to just give it away. Right, right. So you become their their personal ATM. Yes, yeah, which they don't plan on paying back, by the way. Obviously. It's <laughs> always a story about why. Absolutely. <laughs> so the levels of boundary. So the, there are three levels of boundary, uh, such as porous boundaries, mm-hmm. and these are the people pleasers, okay? So some examples of people with porous boundaries. Here's my five. You ready for, you got five on this? Oh, man, we still, we smoked <laughs> out with all these fives. <laughs> right. Number one, they're over-involved in other people's issues. Ah, Yes. Mm. Yeah, the busybody. Number two, they're dependent on the opinions of others, and oftentimes they overshare too much information. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> Life story on the first date. On the first date, like, wow, I just met you. <laughs> okay. Number three, <laughs> number three, they have difficulty saying no to others. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around and be upset about it, but we talked about that. Okay, yep. number four, they often accept disrespect from others. Oof. And number five, they fear rejection. Oof. So I think that number five actually is the like the the inspiration for all of the others. I was like just that fear of rejection that. Yeah. is what keeps them doing all of those things, right? Because that gets right back into that gets into the core of human it nature. It does. It does. The fear want of belong. Mm-hmm. To want to belong and don't want to be rejected. So yes. a lot of people will deal with so much and so many things because they don't want to be Man. rejected. <laughs> We've had conversations about that. Yes. Okay, so the second uh, type of boundary is a rigid boundary. So these are the people who are wall builders. So yeah. some examples of people with rigid boundaries are, number one, they avoid close relationships. They avoid vulnerability. They do not want to be vulnerable to anybody. So they only open up so much so they can keep themselves from being hurt. Right, right. <laughs> number two, they're unlikely to ask for help. They want. They usually come across as the person who's got it together all the time. Okay? Wall builder got it together. Right. Mm-hmm. Number three, they keep others at a distance. Like they'll like you, but they're never gonna really let you all the way in. You know what this kind of sounds like to me? What does it sound like? Like a princess in the castle. Ooh. Big walls. You can't. She's never gonna let you all the way in because you got the walls up in the moat with the, right. you know, the drawbridge. <laughs> you, and you can get can't to the get window. <laughs> you can get to the window. You can get to the window. You can look through the window. <laughs> I mean, and I'm saying that to say is because it's emotionally distant like that when right. people are that separated. It's that much of a distance. And I would think that a lot of that from rigid boundaries come from trauma. It and does. I think they all come from trauma. Yeah. But with rigid boundaries, something has happened. To where they're extremely guarded. Well, I mean, what's happened is hurt. Yeah, no matter hurt, how what form it was, whatever what form it was, right. whether it was disappointment, physical hurt, emotional hurt, it's hurt. Right. And 
they and have, they don't want to feel that feeling yeah. again, right? So they'd rather be cut off than to feel anything. Right. Number four, they may seem detached. So if you're with a person and they seem kind of distant, yeah. and they're even detached from their intimate partners or spouses. Yeah, and they and probably are. They are. They <laughs> are. Uh, number five, they're protective and enforce very strict rules. And mm. and 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 I I gotta say this. I think that happens because they know people probably can't live up to those standards or those rules. Mm-hmm. So they can say, see. This is why I keep myself guarded. I knew they were going to slip up. I knew they were going to fail. You know what I mean? So they keep themselves in a position to where they're like, I'm going to set the bar so high to where I know you can't reach it. And therefore, I can feel good about justifying how I am. Yes. (laughs) And we've met plenty of those. Right. Yes. Uh, Yes. 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 Okay. So the third type of boundary is the healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. These are the self-aware people. So some examples of people with healthy boundaries are, number one, they value their own opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. They will respect the opinions of others, but they actually value what they have to say or what they contribute to the conversation or the thought, the feelings, so or the decision. Think about two. that for a minute, guys. Yeah. Like, hold on. You actually value your own opinion? <laughs> you believe in what you, you say? say? Wow, that is a you. revolutionary thought right there. What do you think you are? Okay. <laughs> I just like to think about how simple it is, but that's what's healthy, the simplicity of just valuing your own opinion. And like, it seems simple, but it is actually a lot more complicated and difficult than because again, it goes back to society and what yeah. we've been taught. Like and it, it and I, and you know what, to be realistic, I say that now like I didn't come from a place where I didn't value my own opinion. Mm. You know, and I've been there and I I get how you just kind of fall into the will of others. Okay. Because you don't have direction. In some cases, not self-esteem. Right. And if you've had that traumatic event, you know, it may feel like better the way they lead you. So I can see how you can fall into it. But... It's so simple to realize. It, is, that it is actually a, is, but then on, but then it's like it's it's like a contradiction because what is simple, which it, it actually yes. is simple, is actually difficult to do when you think about where we come from in society and how we've been taught and the examples that we've seen. Yeah, and I guess because the reality is to be able to do that, to be able to value one's own opinion, just that foundation means that you have learned to shut out the noise of others. Right. And that is the true challenge. To be able to shut out the noise and just listen to you (laughs) and then trust what you hear from yourself. Yes, and value it. And value it. Without being a narcissist, because yes. some people will, well, oh, you're a narcissist. That's overvaluing And see, it. that's the thing. It's, yes. There's that line. It's like, okay, when are you not a narcissist? But Even, Just because you value your own opinion and your own thoughts and your own belief in yourself does not mean you're a narcissist. Actually, narcissists don't do that. They pretend to do that. They actually don't mm-hmm. believe in themselves, so they overcompensate. Mm-hmm. You know? Number two, they're comfortable saying no. Ah, because they value one's own opinion. There we go. <laughs> no, the <laughs> Guess magic what, though? word. <laughs> Number three, they're also comfortable hearing no. Uh, <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, number four, they have healthy relationships with people whom they've built trust. Mm-hmm. And number five, they are aware of their personal wants and needs and 
they communicate them. Now, that is a big thing because people who live in this fear, and then they are frustrated in their relationship because right. they can't say what they need. And they're just expecting their partner. Well, he and she just don't. They just don't. They can't see. You we think they. Said. Be, well, a lot of times we go into relationships, be it intimate, work relationships, or friendships, and think people are supposed to read our minds. Yes. Like, how do you not just know this? Or, you know what I or mean? Or read the signs. Didn't you see me leave the coffee sitting there that way again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should know. You should know. And people don't just know. And we've we've all fallen oh, guilty man. of that. Yes, yes. Uh, absolutely. So better communications is and that's important to establishing boundaries because in establishing boundaries you have to be clear. Right. You you have to be clear. And you can and you can even give a reason why if a person needs understanding. Sometimes people will be like, Well, why is that? Why you is know, that? and, and, and yeah. it's actually good because once people understand the why a lot of times they respect it more. Mm, sometimes. Well, you know, depending on the person. But it then that's a, on the but, but if it's but when it's that type of person who don't respect it, that's not a person you need anyway. They've made it clear. Right. But that could be a family member or a friend. So I look at it like this when when it comes to boundaries, because we do live in a society where we really weren't taught. Mm -hmm. how to establish boundaries and not only that we didn't really see a lot of people enforcing their boundaries mm -hmm. in a healthy way so for a lot of us <laughs> we you know it's it's kind of it's awkward it's uncomfortable it's fearful it's uneasy to do it you know what i mean like mm -hmm. what if they re again what if they reject, reject me <laughs> yes <laughs> so and some people may not even know about go how to go about setting boundaries but going back to the healthy part when you're feeling good about yourself and you're at that 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 position mm -hmm. most of the time most negative people they fall off they can't really. They will, yes. They really can't deal with it. Those who deal with it usually adjust. Right. You know? and, and that's hard because if you were a person who didn't establish boundaries in the beginning and then you are like, hey, that's not okay with me. Let's have a conversation. I'm sorry. Let's have a conversation about that. And then the person is like, what? Who are you? What's happening? And they just totally become aggressive. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people fear. A lot of people fear that they don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to hurt someone's feelings. So they're willing a lot of times mm -hmm. to sit in discomfort and resentment simply because they don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation. You know, and so it, and it is sad that, and it's unfortunate that people basically become truly self-destructive to themselves. And more times than not, People can be accepting of your boundary if you would express it, mm -hmm. but you got to give them a chance. And those who don't, I mean, then you got to realize if you don't want to keep feeling that way, then you know, hey, you drop hard enough, you'll make a change for yourself. Right. No one has to tell you. You're listening to yourself and having no healthy boundaries and getting a healthy spirit will tell yourself, be like, mm mm. You know I'm what better. I think about? How much more further would we be as a people? If we just not only had communicated our boundaries, but also, you know, up, upheld those boundaries. Now, now, here's something. As a people, you know, when you talk about boundaries, you got to remember our boundaries have been violated for 400 years. That's true. So there is trauma 
to dealing with boundaries in us. So it is hard for us to even speak about boundaries realistically and establish them in a realistic way. Mm -hmm. We talk about boundaries just walking down the street in our own community, and you got cops killing us, you right. know, and all or, or getting harassed by cops when you're in yes. a neighborhood that they feel, and I got to throw air quotes, mm -hmm. that they feel you don't belong in. Correct. You know, so we're talking about racial boundaries. And, you know, and, and, sexual and that's, boundaries. So racial boundaries. There's also sexual boundaries. Yes. There's also, you know, financial boundaries. Yes. Ooh, so many boundaries. So, so many. We're, it, it, so we're still dealing with the trauma currently and past right. of boundaries being violated. But I must say I am proud to <clears throat> see so many younger people actually establishing boundaries. Oh, yeah. Because in our generation, you know, we're Gen Xers people. Correct. Yep. <laughs> and definitely the generation before us, which our parents are baby boomers, and before them was the silent generation, they they didn't talk about boundaries. You didn't have boundaries. Well, what are you talking about? We Technically, they did and they didn't. You know, they had different boundaries. They called them something different. Like, they had their different rules in which they had. Yeah, from parent to child. You don't talk to me like that. Okay, is that yeah. your boundary? Or, What's no, no, not only. <laughs> you don't, and you don't go tell our business out this house. Right. You don't go but get that in trouble But we found that that's been actually harmful. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't. Yeah. I'm just saying there were boundaries so that So we're we talking about healthy boundaries. Oh, healthy boundaries. I mean, did anything in America really have healthy boundaries? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, what I'm saying is I I'm, get it. I'm so proud to see the young generation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually definitely. establishing. Yes, I should have said healthy boundaries. Yes, yes, you know, back in the day, everybody, don't you talk to me and don't you do this and who yeah. and all this. <laughs> yeah, <thing."> definitely. <laughs> so you know, there are actually two parts of setting boundaries. Part one, we talked about it, is verbally communicating those boundaries. There is nothing more frustrating. We just said this than having imaginary boundaries that you've set in your head. Right, right. But they're disregarded. Why are they disregarded, Said? Why are they disregarded? Because you, you never, you never said, you never said anything. You are not Professor X, <laughs> yeah. and you're not telecommunicating. <laughs> right, <laughs> and you're like you're assuming or expecting or hoping that they get it. People don't just get it because they're afraid to deal with that conflict. Right, because they're right praying in the corner. I assuming, expecting, and then you have this attitude, and you're, what's the matter? Nothing. Okay. It's something okay. a matter. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's what people have to understand. People don't just get it. Nah. So verbally communicating those boundaries is the way in which you are teaching another person how you want to be treated. Here's the thing. I get it. Everybody would like to outsource it. Have someone else do it. Call somebody from HR Maybe to communicate. Maybe cards. Can we, like, here's my boundary here. Before we go any further, here's my boundary. Yeah. Look, you could put it on the car. Five and, little and boundaries. The, and the, look, start. you have, like, a, a yes or no checkbox. Like, are you, are, do you think this is okay with you? If not, check yes or no. If it's not, then we don't need to go any further. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's almost like J-Date or one of those dating sites. They have a little, they basically oh, putting up boundaries. Like a boundary of, site. They basically putting up boundaries of who they would like to date. <laughs> none of those, none of these, one of those, not like right. that. Right. <laughs> so. so, you know, the thing is people cannot, nor right. is it fair to place the expectation on other people Correct. to assume what your boundaries are. Communicate. Correct. Part two to that, Saeed, is upholding the boundaries mm. that you've communicated. Because guess what? Your boundaries are going to be tested. Oh, yeah. People will try you. Oh, gosh. We see that with teenagers. <laughs> not even that. I remember when I first start, started to not eat pork anymore. Yes. And folks would be like, you want that pork chop? I'm cooking it up. I'm like, man, I just told you that I do not eat pork. And yet, anyway, they frying it, trying to wave it past my nose just to test boundaries. I think so... <laughs> 
<laughs> People get off on that, I think, sometimes. I don't know if it's that or they are just in disbelief or they want you to be a part of what they are. Everybody yeah, wants yeah. community, right? My grandmother, I remember when we would, uh, you know, when Christian would, would visit the grandparents and my grandmother said, well, I gave, you know, Christian told me, no, 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 I can't eat that. It was a turkey sandwich. He was like, right. I thought y'all said y'all don't eat meat. I was, he was like, I was like, well, that, that... That's considered meat. So we don't eat that. And this was during a time that we were vegetarians. So he was, we had our kids like, "Mm -mm, we don't eat Mm -mm. that. You know what I mean? So it is, again, it is extremely important to not only communicate your boundaries, but to uphold your boundaries. And here's some of the responses or the pushback that you could get when you do establish your boundaries, communicate your boundaries, and uphold your boundaries. Number one, as you just mentioned, people will test your boundaries. Yes. <laughs> Number two, they will ghost you after you communicate and uphold your boundaries. Oh, yeah. Some people ain't finna do that. <laughs> right. They just, they're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Number three, they will question or ignore your boundaries. Yep. You may deal with that. And these are all the things you got to, you, 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 it's smart to be aware that this could happen. Number four, they may become defensive and give you the silent treatment, Mm -hmm. which is a form of manipulation. And then number five, which is the most healthiest one, they will accept your boundaries. Yay. (laughs) So there we go. We talked about it. Um, We communicated. I think you and I, Talking about our personal relationship, yeah. we have to, you know, communicate our boundaries over and over again. And then it's honest to say that sometimes boundaries change. They do. So you have to come back to the conversation. Like, yes. Okay. Uh, you I mean, know, because, I was cool with this before. I'm not cool with this now. Yeah. As you, know, you evolve and it. change, yeah, as you evolve and change, you know, your boundaries change with you. Absolutely. And that's okay. And that's the other thing people need to hear. It's okay. To change. It is okay. You don't have to stick to something that doesn't serve you anymore. Oh, I like that. I like that. People should feel, and and it helps you feel seen Mm -hmm. and heard. You know what I mean? And that's so important for the dynamics of a relationship, any relationship. Because we're continuously growing and evolving all the time. So how I've seen things, even just like yesterday, can differ from day to day, depending on my point of view. That's right. And which can constantly change. Today I'm the bird, tomorrow I'm the hunter. <laughs> wow, that's two totally different extremes. I mean, <laughs> the point is, you never know from day to day how your view can change. Exactly. I like that. So we are wrapping it up. So thank you all for tuning in to listen to our banter about the land of me, me. and the important. <laughs> And the importance (laughs) of establishing boundaries and upholding those boundaries. So, hey, be sure you come to our website at www.theatonpapers.com and leave us a message. Subscribe to our email so you get the latest episode that will be coming out. So we enjoyed you. And until next time, we're out of here. Yeah.